and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we're listening to a band that was recommended to us. We were told, why haven't you done No One yet? Well, today is the day we're listening to No One and their album, No One. That's exactly right. But before we get to that, you guys, we've got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So many moons ago, many months ago, we did a whole month on Ross Robinson albums that were not new metal. People loved this month. They could not get enough of it. And we closed the month out talking about the first Glassjaw album. And that was a heavy up. Heavy up for us. We We got pretty real. And our uh, our listeners, our Roach Riders and Indigo Angels, they got a little real with us, too, in these comments. Let's just dive into it. Jenny, why don't you start us off? That's right. Over on Facebook, Daniel Hedger says, wow, pretty bummed you hated this so much, especially after you were so positive on At the Drive-In. Thought you guys liked post-hardcore. It's the first time I can remember that Matt didn't even let the songs play through to the first chorus. The album was very special to me back in the day, and I still count it amongst my favorites, though the anger and misogyny of the lyrics are often cringeworthy. I guess be careful what you wish for, as I've been campaigning hard for this album for a while. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wishes are <Yeah>. difficult. Yes. <laughs> Thank uh, you for listening, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Austin said, This album falls into the same category as Weezer's Pinkerton, both albums I loved full of god-awful lyrics. Now that it's back to the new metal, here's a push again to give Vision of Disorders from Bliss to Devastation a listen. They're the same as Earth Crisis, a hardcore band who made a new metal slash alt metal album. Unlike Earth Crisis, though, their most popular Spotify track is off this album. All All right. right. Thank you, Austin. Daniel Terry says a very important album to me musically. I can't help it. I love spastic singers. Was sad the music wasn't dissected more in the episode, but like they said, the lyrical content and delivery is really hard to ignore. I think the guitar work is some of the heaviest and most clever stuff I've ever heard and hasn't been reciprocated very many more times after this. Oh, replicated. Sorry. I guess you don't need the guitar work to be reciprocated replicated what? many more times why won't after you, this. Why won't, why won't you reciprocate my guitar? Working? I guess I'm just still in the mood of glass job expecting <laughs> somebody to want me to return something to them that is not theirs. Uh, yes. Uh, Ronnie Neely says, I uh, didn't care for the music, but I think this might be my favorite Roach Coach episode ever. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you guys for sharing your personal experiences and a special thanks to Jenny for offering a female perspective we men unfortunately don't get to hear too often. You bet. Also, bummed to hear your apparent dislike for the producer's spotlight. I loved hearing you guys talk about different music as I'm not particularly a huge new metal fan outside of a handful of bands. Please continue doing these. Regardless, I'll listen to you guys talk about anything except for very Cantrell. Thank you for everything you do. Oh, Buggy Depot. That is buggy fair. Depot. That is fair. I'm with you I'm on with that you, one. Buddy. <laughs> All right. Alejandro says this episode hit close to home for me, especially this month. The At the Drive-In and Glassjaw album are top 10 albums of all time for me. I have a confession to make. I was a Glassjaw bro, just never down with the misogyny this was before I even knew the term. But I respected women, even then, 
to not talk about them in the ways Daryl did. I was a teenager when the album came out and I saw it as a breakup album about a terrible relationship. I was the cliche. Uh, My girlfriend had just broken up with me and I remember spending a whole night bawling on the floor next to a speaker with this record on repeat. Cut to a couple months later talking to Daryl about it after a show. I told him how this record helped me through a bad time in my life. Thinking back now, I wish that was the worst. Uh, sorry, thinking back now, I wish that was the worst thing that could possibly happen. People who were into new metal, I think, got so into this record because of all the teen angst and aggression. It's just unfortunate the message that is being delivered. Great discussion and think piece episode. Hope to have more like these in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman said the softer portions of this sound like the worst parts of Coheed and Cambria in my ears, complete with the man, you guys really deeply hate women, don't you factor? Uh, (laughs) uh, I tend to show up to Roach Coach for the LOLs because you guys are consistently funny, but I really appreciated how this album's next level misogyny, a word I always fail to spell properly until I finally give up and Google it, drove you to a deeper discussion. I wouldn't want that level of thought provoking all of the time from you. (laughs) Appreciate that. But this episode stands real out Real recognize real. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't want to have a podcast like that either. Right. No, absolutely not. Uh, Austin says, I've enjoyed this month even though others may not have. If you ever decide to do another non-New Metal month, may I suggest Side Project September? Ooh, Side Ooh, Project shit. September. That sounds very interesting. Thank that you very does much. Sound Thank you. Uh, Mike Hoverlock sent us a uh, very long message, um, really touching on just a lot of things. His uh, his growing up with this album, looking at the content, how he was kind of talking about that, comparing it to uh, JD's uh, work on "Kill You" on there uh, on the uh, second Corn album. Lots of interesting stuff in here. It's just a very very long comment, uh, but he does uh, at the end of it uh, link to an interview. Uh, that the glass jaw guys did and he says i think this statement here addresses a lot cleaner and straighter they're basically their thoughts on um on the misogyny on the record he says apologies for writing a novel i did rewrite 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 just for the last ross post <laughs> thank you nice for honor- honoring yeah. ross like that <laughs> I did think it was like a really, it truly is a very, I mean, you know that we'll read long stuff. This was very, very long. It was very thoughtful and like introspective. I just fucking appreciated that our listeners got real with us like we got real with them. Like, you know, I got to take the L on a couple of things, you know. Um, I got called out more than once in the comments for cutting the music off short cutting it before choruses, cutting it before, quote-unquote, the the parts that people actually liked and would have wanted us to comment on. Um, so I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that criticism because I think it's very true. Usually I only try to play about a minute of every song because we're reviewing it and I don't want to play the whole track. Uh, but sometimes I do get into a... I can sense... The sense I get from uh, Jenny and Lauren is that it's time to cut it. So I cut it or... I take a full on veto route and I go, we're done. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I do want to say that the article that Mike linked to um, the, the take that uh, Daryl had on, in that article felt a lot more genuinely apologetic. He was just oh, like, okay. I was dumb. And like, I had all of these feelings and the way I expressed them was in this really dumb way. And I regretted it was ignorant. That felt a lot more real than what we read when we were on the show. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I did really appreciate that comment quite a bit. And uh, we just can't read the whole thing. Uh, Thank you very much, though. 
And don't apologize for suggesting this album. Yeah. Don't that's we have yeah. listened to so much dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Unless you were like, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't care how you feel. Never apologize for suggesting an album. No. Jax says, I guess I'm glad I listened because now I understand the glass jaw references. But in the future, if I want to listen to a whiny, sexist, early 2000s album <laughs> about bad breakups, I'll still listen to Taking Back Sunday's Tell All Your Friends yeah. every damn time. Oh, boy. Thank you, Jax. Uh, ben Rusky says, I was hoping this would round out the month. I shouldn't be surprised, but man, I wasn't prepared for the full lambasting that this thing took. Haha, ha, especially being a fan. I felt attacked. JK, the lyrics are real rough though, no doubt, but this came out when I was a freshly dumped and devastated 22-year-old who really needed to hear someone yell, yeah, fuck her. Mature? Nope. Matt nailed it. Sometimes it's a painfully embarrassing step that has to be taken in our youth in order to grow from a heartbreak. Subsequent albums find the band growing exponentially. I always thought the rhythm section on this record killed it, especially the bass player, and the vocal delivery took a real long time to grow on me. Anyway, I really enjoyed the producing Spotlight Month. It was cool listening to you all check out something non-new metal. Fuck the haters. Haha. Speaking of non-new Ross produced things... Uh, this mini doc about an album he did with We Are Knuckle Dragger is pretty cool. Goes quite a bit into his process. Y'all might enjoy. Cheers. And he sent us a link to that. You watch um, it? I have not gotten around to watching it I that watched yet. it. No. Oh, yeah? How was it? There's a moment that is such penultimate Ross where he's talking about... Um, I, I, li- I watched this and then I listened to the Knuckle Dragger album and I didn't like it very much. But there's a moment where he's just like explaining to them what their job is as musicians and it could not be more ross if it tried oh wow it is wow it is worth the watch just for that part the uh, singer blows his voice out ross basically hooks him up with like some hollywood la throat doctor who gives it like a shot to uh let them finish the album it's crazy it seems healthy well yeah, i will wow. be watching now that I've seen this comment, even though it's yeah. been 10 years. Yeah. If it's still up on YouTube, I'm going to give it a absolutely watch. Finally, Nick Fenton says, halfway through the first song, I wanted to jump into a wood chipper. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. That does bring us to the end of who's tweeting and the end of the feedback on producer spotlight and Ross Robinson. I can really truly say that we learned a lot from doing this theme month we learned a lot about theme months we learned a lot about each other and you know what we're not gonna stop we're gonna do another theme month sometime soon holy shit breaking news yeah baby we're gonna do it i mean right now we're doing a theme summer with these uh family values albums but yeah i feel like yeah i feel like another theme month gotta mix it up we gotta mix it up got to do something different keep it fresh so keep on saying hello on facebook twitter instagram send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com and uh of course go to roachcoach.com for everything roachcoach every episode shirts all that good stuff the album of the week no one by no one jenny when did this album come out this album was released on august 14th 2001 a day after my birthday 
and straight up in the thick of it. <laughs> That's right. Wow. wow. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> and happy thick of it, no one. <laughs> <laughs> or everyone. <laughs> Just no one. Just no one on this one. Jenny, any history with no one? Uh, no. Never heard of no one until it had been suggested to us, and these listens were my first listens. How about you, Lauren? I had definitely seen this album cover before. Um, I know I saw it on some end caps at a Best Buy or a Circuit City. Recognized it that way, but I was not familiar oh, shit. with any of this music. Is Matt that Nas. is that George W.? Uh, it looks like a uh, generic white businessman, but yeah, this is an album cover I have seen a trillion times. Now we get to find out what it actually sounds like. I'm, I'm <laughs> intrigued. Jenny, who's in this band? Oh, this band? Well, it consists of Merck on vocals, B. Lars on guitar, Knuckles on bass, and Billy Kay on drums. Genre tags, what do we got? We have new metal and alternative metal. There you have it. And producer on this album? Our boy Johnny Kay. Johnny K, as you may remember, he's worked with Disturbed, he's worked with Soil, and he's worked with No One. So No One, we should we should talk about the story of No One. This is their only album. Put it out through Immortal Records, and according to the Wikipedia, to minimal success. Mm-hmm. They performed on OzFest alongside Slipknot and System of Down, after lagging commercial success, they disbanded in 2003. They did reform in 2010. Did some more concerts. So this is uh, this is a true um, triumph to tragedy situation here. And I'm not using the word tragedy lightly. We'll get into it. Oh, shit. So, yeah, this was a real, like, roller coaster, Matt. They played their first concert in August of 2000 at Champs in Chicago. And then they met Disturbed and Soulfly and the Deadlights. Then they met Johnny K, did a three-track demo. Then they get a phone call notifying them that a manager, not their manager, just a manager in California is shopping the demo without their consent. And they were like, that's weird. But then they started getting offers from labels. So they're like, okay, thank you. They choose Immortal Records. Partially because at the time, Immortal were known for never having dropped a band from its roster. And they only had five songs to their name, but they didn't tell the label that. And they wrote the rest of the album in the studio. After releasing it, they toured with Slipknot, System of a Down, and American Head Charge. Album charted only at 35 on the Heat Seekers. And ironically, Immortal Records saw the album as a major disappointment and soon dropped the band from their roster. <laughs> oh, no. I have to say, 35 on Heat Seekers, better than anything I've ever done. Again, better than us, absolutely. Worth repeating. <laughs> they did something. So then this is where things get crazy. So they in 2010, the band starts playing some shows again. But then in 2014, guitarist Bob Belars goes on a boat trip. The boat I capsizes. Like, I don't like where this is heading. And he dies. Then, in March of this year, 
bassist Flair, Mike Flaherty, died of lung cancer. Did not expect things to get so heavy with our boys and no one. So that's sad. That's sad. Kind of sad. Yeah, I think. Do we have anything else to add before we dive into this album, Jenny? I'm not ready to begin making fun of the cover yet after this <laughs> devastating information. Uh, mm. I think we should just dive right in. Okay. Uh, the first track is called Down on Me. certainly new metal that's certainly new metal absolutely jenny what'd you think of this one i thought it was a pretty solid open it was catchy definitely bouncy it was a bouncy new metal open i wouldn't say it was hot but i would say it was solid i could imagine if you're seeing them live and they have a tight performance that you'd like it down on me seems like a very like interesting title for a song, <laughs> but it's a different kind of down on me. Um, mm. So yeah, I thought it was all right. Lauren, what do you think? I agree with you. It's not quite a hot open, but it has a hot riff. has a nice drop and a scream. I wrote new metal baby. I was going to ask, did you write new metal baby? I did. I did. My favorite lyric was careful. Don't push me over the boundaries. Which I like that because it made me feel, I don't, I don't know, I want to say like the guy's gone to therapy, but maybe he's just a little more aware of things. I have lines and I don't want you to cross them for my comfort level. It's not even necessarily like, don't push me because I'm going to fuck you up. It's like, hey, think about my personal well-being when you push me. Respect my boundaries. Respect them. As far as I could tell, it's about the pressure to succeed Beyond the boundaries line, it's pretty general. The lyrics aren't very specific. So, yeah, not a bad not a bad way to kick off a record. I will say part of, I feel like part of the lack of success with this band is this name. No one. You're setting yourself up for, like, the new metal who's on first. Oh, who, who do you like? No one. Oh. Really? No one? No one? Yeah, no one. They're yeah. great. Okay, then why are you at this new metal club? To see no one. <sighs> okay, well, everybody's here to see someone. So. No, someone's playing tomorrow. I'm here to see no one. Oh, I understand. It's the name of the band. Nosebleed, pass out, ruin jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's dive into this next one. All right. Up next, we've got Chemical. Wow. 
They like that sound. I like that we all. It's a it's a little funky. <laughs> and did somebody order something funky? You walked right into that. I walked right into that one. Yeah, I I've been thinking about switching to Google Fi. What do you think? You know, uh, it, 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 uh, oh, it, Ken, are you upset? I've just been trying to save you so much money up with T-Mobile. I and I appreciate that, but what I'm seeing is this might be a better overall deal. You know what? I just want you to get the best deal that you can get. So if you find that deal with Google Fi, you go ahead and live your life. Ken, no, you know what? Fuck Just, it. No. Fuck it. Nope. But I can't. Jenny, Jenny, what are you doing? You're going to cry your cry. way? I can't. Oh, my God. Ken will be over here being funky by himself. No, Jeez. Ken, I'm funky, too. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, right. uh, those, yeah. croco- those were crocodile tears. Uh. Funky crocodile tears. <laughs> oh, get down on your bad self. Oh, boy. So this song seems to be about drugs, but... Is this from the point of view of someone who's done drugs for the first time? Because that was kind of the vibe I got. First time high? Yeah. What's inside my brain? What's breaking me down again? What's inside this raging chemical? (laughs) That's very (laughs) much like, there's a chemical in my body. (laughs) What's inside of it? Oh, no. I'm definitely Uh, high on the PCP. I want to destroy something. I feel it. I see it. Ain't it? So bring it to me. Well, uh, I like this one. What I can't stop this feeling that I need. Can I keep this from taking over me? Honestly, the thing this reminded me of was that Adam Sandler sketch on one of his first two albums. I don't remember which one. Where the guy gives his friend like fake weed, and he's like, "I'm so high," and they're like, "Dude, it was not real weed. It was fake weed." And he's like, "No, I'm so drunk. Oh, it's not alcoholic beer." Like that was. This, this is a bit much. Perhaps they're coming from a true place of drug abuse, and we're minimizing that. But it, I feel like we're not so much in a... Um, we, we've dealt with a lot of songs with people talking about dealing with drugs and how it sort of wrecked them. But it usually is dealing in a much more external way. Like they're in like a dark place in their life. They've alienated people in their lives. And this is very internal. Like, I don't know how I feel in my brain. But then again, also, it's like when you're getting into the how I feel in my brain, we're dealing with I feel less of like something really vicious like heroin and more in like a weed acid area, you know, I'm where I'm so tripping messed out. up on this weed. This yeah. weed acid. Yeah, exactly. I smoked this acid. Yes. Well, I will say that my uh, my website wasn't super helpful for many of these songs, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I will say that I think that it did provide something. I'm not going to yeah. qualify it, but it did provide something, and I'll read to you now. Uh, commenter Darren is so lovely, says, I think this song is about him feeling something that is not real. And he wants it to be ellipses. Ryan Soup 2005 responds by saying, no, dumbass. It's about addiction. He can't live and perceive things without drugs or any form of intoxication. He wants to live without the drugs, but he can't. He's addicted. And 
longtime friend, Tool APC, says, Ryan, eat a dick. There this is, is song meanings. Songs mean different things to different people. So in actuality, you're the only dumbass here. Got How do you know what you perceive the meaning of the song is the actual meaning? That's right. You don't. So shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. I want to point out that Ryan posted this on June 14th, 2002. Tool APC comes in November 7th, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Tool APC is not going to let that shit slide. No. If anybody needs to be called a dumb bitch, it doesn't matter how many years have passed since your original transgression. <laughs> you will be taken to task. You will. Um, Jenny, did you watch the video for this song? Yes, I did. And it was really confusing. This There's is one a... of the craziest videos we've ever done. I don't really understand what happens, but basically what I saw were like a lot of blindfolds happening. You have some sort of disturbance. You wind up at a show and then there's a monster dancing with them. Like a computer <laughs> animated like what? Some like like early CGI demon, like a ripped demon. It's I don't so, know. It's so confusing. You have yeah, I, I thought they were like, yeah, like either early CGI or like stop motion. It skeletons. did look like stop motion. Yes, they were like stop motion style skeletons. In Who are doing choreographed dancing. So you have skeletons popping and locking in the pit. You also have skeletons moshing, except when they mosh, they break apart because they're skeletons. Right. And no then limitations. Th exactly. And then at certain points, the, the band is performing and then they will get blindfolded and what sort of pass out or fall down. Yeah, Am I remember that right. Something goes wrong. But then at one point, someone is about to do that, and then they a skeleton slide tackles him out of the frame. I wrote in my notes, "How is this real? This video <laughs> is one of the craziest things. I don't even know what the pitch is. Like, what is like? They were like, listen, you, no one is performing. You are no one. Got it. All right, perfect. And then." skeletons are going to be climbing around they're also going to be in your pit and they're going to slide tackle you i don't oh, understand cool. i'm in yeah they'd yeah, be like right. you know what no one wants to do this video and they're like you fucking got it <laughs> let's get going <laughs> that's you what you're right that's probably what happened that's probably what happened you nailed it jenny um so yeah i don't know i don't know I, I mean, this video was so befuddling. I was like, I don't know what to do with it. But so we'll, we're going to come back to this. But anyway, all right, let's keep it going. <laughs> all right, up next, we've got It's Real. It's Real!
Well, I'm rapping, John, and I'm here to say that I enjoy rapping in a rock and roll way. Yeah, this I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. It's new metal for it sure. Is. Absolutely. Um, I don't think it's bad. I do think it's somewhat generic, and I do not understand what the song is about. And nobody else did either because no one has posted <laughs> on song meanings. But because of that, I listened to it and I like read the lyrics. And I'm like, okay. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to get across to me. I, I will be honest with you. The lyrics, I didn't even really begin to parse because I was so thrown by the fact that this riff is so hot, but the drum beat seems to be impeding it from really taking off. Like I wrote, is there too much drumming going on here? Because I feel like this riff is familiar, but it's 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 a fast riff, but the drums are slowing it down, and it feels like somebody picked up this riff and used it somewhere else better later. So this one felt like a real missed opportunity to me, because it's heavy, but it never quite crushes. Yes, that is 100%. It's heavy-ish, but it doesn't... It never takes the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, and I mean, into going to this, I mean, yeah, it's real, you're fighting your will, you die to feel, and, and yeah, we, the lyrics, I mean, how about this one, it's like concrete falling from the sky, it's all pure rage building up inside, so fuck all those that don't know the deal, the rush comes in, and your mind, it steals. Hmm. Is this, is this a drug thing, maybe? That we're talking about again? That people don't don't understand? But then we're talking about energy. You will find there's nothing I hide and my eyes will reveal no disguise because it's real. And then we talk about it's all rage. I don't know. There's a lot of... There's a lot. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's like one one or two lines to give it just a little bit more specificity and we'd we'd have something to hold on to. But instead, we don't know. Because it could be drugs. It could be... One of those things about you're saying, I mean, it's real. The, my dreams are real. My ambition is real. Those are all possibilities, but we don't know. It could be a take on I'm real. It's a J-Lo song. That's true. Right. We what don't know. Classic J-Lo song. Too. Classic J-Lo. Ja Rule? J- J- J-Lo? Ja Rule, J-Lo. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's the same time. It's entirely possible the song is a response to that. It could have been. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, let's see if we can get a little more clarity. We've got a song called Shedding. Y'all ready to lose some fur? Yeah, it's a little snake army. Snakes do shed. Ooh. Just dove into a butt crack. <laughs> Hmm. 
So I don't want to blow anybody's mind, but while acknowledging that it is a butt dive, I did enjoy that chorus. But that's because I enjoy the you know the random butt dive chorus. So that one worked for me. I didn't have a terrible problem with it, but that type of chorus takes me a little bit out of the new metal. A little bit. Well, this song isn't as heavy, right? As as yeah, as it's real or chemical. I wrote that these guys have something of the same problem as Endo had in that they're a good band, but like, what's the step? Like, what's the X Factor thing that makes them stand out? Because I'm hearing a lot of the same things that we hear in a lot of other bands, but there's no, there's not that extra thing. Yeah, I agree. That's sort of where I get stuck with them because there wasn't really any point that I was listening to this album that I was sad about it. Mm-mm, it wasn't yeah. like but painful it, to listen to, but it was also very like needs a little vitamin bodies. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> maybe there, maybe there will be a bodies later on this record. I just loved Laura's like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt. We definitely, yeah. I mean, the um, the lyrics here. Nothing left for me. Gave up everything just to kill the pain feel that we've heard a variation on that a lot i mean even the line i must fight my my way out of this fucking hell i mean i guess we all have to right sure yeah and then shed this hell away that's another one where it's like is that a saying are you trying to try to make that happen (laughs) hey it's like i always say i'm trying to shed this hell away how's that working for you Wow. Yeah. Um all right, I'm ready for the next one. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All Everybody right. calm down. We're getting hey, there. No need to get heated. Woo. All right. Well, the next song before somebody gets murdered in this room. <laughs> Y'all about to get murked. It's <laughs> my release. Oh, <laughs> shit. Did somebody hold on something funky? Oh, there he is. Funky Ken. I've never seen so much arm movement. Yeah, Funky Ken's going in right now. 20% off wildlist. This is a weird, dorky song, but I kind of like it. I kind of really enjoyed the <laughs> shit out of that song. It, yeah, I mean, you got that funky bass up top, which is a little similar to the opening they'd done just a couple songs earlier. So you kind of are sensing a pattern. But this one's, yeah, it's a little more up. It's a little more fun. You know, he's got a release, and you better watch out. What he's going to release, I don't know. Is he about to throw ropes? He might. I don't know. 
Now the fight is brought under the light for all eyes to see. <laughs> Those are lyrics for the song. Oh, wait, hold on. The ground beneath is shaking. Tight grip fist I'm making. Will you come with me? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Rope. 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 Oh, boy. All right. All just, right. Well, just... this song is about coming wherever you want. <laughs> That's right. Bring a raincoat. Do we have anything else, Jenny? Do you have Absolutely else not. Let's keep uh, going. Up next, okay. we got a song called Again, which in the context of what the previous song is about. I'm not the way I used to be. The wounds of life are changing me. I've been wasting too much time. Baby. Oh hey, Prowler. Hello. Well, I uh, chose a mellow jam just to check in with everybody. How y'all doing? Just fine. How are you? Thank God it's finally warming up. I'll stay for. I'll stay through this part. It's okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. Don't, don't freak out. Here's your thunder coat. Thank you. So warm, so close. <laughs> hey, does this sound like Lincoln Parks? Uh, chorus to I've Become So Numb. Mm-hmm. Okay. I listened to the show, by the way. It's great. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, somebody dropped an iPod outside of your uh, house. Yeah, that was uh, that was my gift to you. Sorry, I didn't let anybody hear again. My problem. <laughs> Sorry. See you later. Bye. Oh, bye. God, wow. it's fine. Jenny, we've, I mean, you, we've you, heard it a bunch. Yeah, you've been leaving preloaded iPods with our show outside your house. That's a yeah. smart move. No, just not outside my house, like oh. all over town. Oh, okay, great. I had a bunch of uh, iPod minis. <laughs> I had a real, a real credit card problem back in the mid two thousands. Bought a ton of minis, and I've just been loading our podcast on them. <laughs> throwing them around town whenever somebody uh, says i'm gonna check out your show i'm gonna grab one of your ipod minis and be like just hit play yeah sure what color do you want teal lime green purple blue it clicks when it goes around in the circle click 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 click. i had one of those i thought they were the fucking coolest oh yeah when i got one i was like fuck everybody and i forget what the ones that were called that were like really small like this big the nano i had a nano and i thought i was it would have like an image yes it would of the album and i was like get the fuck out of my face everybody hello <laughs> i've arrived if you I wanted have album the, art if you wanted the future here it is mm, i'm sorry i need to charge my nano <laughs> and then i i felt futuristic cuz my laptop has a touch bar so I'm sure that'll be funny in like 5 years oh, right man. You know what? I I wrote in my notes that I enjoy these Tender Boy vocals, and I feel like he should have done more singing earlier in the album. I think that would have been fine. There's a bit more variety between the verses and the chorus. I like this one. It's just more interesting than a lot of the previous songs. It seems to be about telling yourself that you are going to change your ways, but maybe this isn't the first time that you've said that, and you have to say it again wow you might be right jenny what'd you think of this one 
I'm not. I wasn't super into it. I thought it was fine. It's it's not my kind of song. I don't need these tender boys. Mm. I don't need a generic tender boy. I don't need a well crafted tender boy. I certainly mm. don't need a generic tender boy. That's fair. Um, but that said, yeah. mm-hmm. if you like a tender boy, mm-hmm. I could see why you'd be into it. Yeah, Matt Nas. I mean, I did talk over the whole damn thing, but okay. it sounded like a nice little song. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, songmeanings.com. Somebody did show up. Uh, Darren is so lovely. Said this song is cool. K E W L. And he then, knows what's up. And then Viper said, "This song is awesome." So there Viper, you have it. Viper and Cool, my favorite tag team from an '80s action movie. Oh yeah, Viper and Cool. That would be yeah. That'd be great. I'd be there opening weekend for that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. James well. Viper and Teddy Cool. <laughs> Viper and Cool. Oh, man. A cool and awesome song. But when Mendoza's gang comes back to town, it's up to Viper and Cool to shut down the international drug operation. Viper, get my back. I got your back, man. You know Duh, I always get my got back, your back. Viper, Viper got- Cool, in my office. Now! Look, I'm sorry Viper's dad is a snake, but it doesn't mean he gets to just keep shedding his skin everywhere. It's gross. (laughs) You two are the best cops I've got. (laughs) Somebody let Viper talk. I'm just saying, I may be a snake, but I'm also a cop. I rue the day we ever gave you a badge, Viper. Viper, you dropped your badge again because you don't want to have hands. How that do you hold a stop, gun? That can't stop me from being a great cop. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I think we all learned a valuable lesson today. Snakes can be cops. Snake cop. <laughs> the snake hey, cop um, franchise. Who ate my whole turkey that I had waiting in the fridge for lunch? I was going to unhinge my jaw and eat the whole thing. Cool. I can unhinge my jaw too. No, my partner. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Up next, we got a song called Cut. You can't say bring that shit and actually drop it without a pit activated. Yeah. Bye, fake friends. Mm-hmm. Cut the weight. 
and fuck all the human waste. Wow. This I don't was... know if there's a more new metal statement on Earth. <laughs> yeah, he says bring that shit. You get very excited. Are we about to bring some shit? Absolutely. I'm interested. But by halfway through this song, I'm thinking this is imitation Godsmack. Mm-hmm. This is imitation Disturbed. This is secondhand Drowning Pool. Wow. Is this got, a creative big thrift? This is a creative big thrift. Indeed. Whoa, shit. It's knitted, not of whole cloth. You know what? I mean, I, I enjoy all the parts. Certainly, this was not an unenjoyable listen, but just being aware of it, plus knowing that their friends was disturbed, you know, who they yeah. toured with is just, you know, it just doesn't have that extra thing. Even though, cut the weight and fuck all that human waste. That very new metal lyric that I enjoy. Jenny, what'd you think of this one? I probably like this song the most so far on this album, but it is like a pretty clear, disturbed lift. Mm-hmm. Godsmack, disturbed, all that. Yeah. I mean, even like the just the the pat the vocal pattern on this song. It was so familiar. Yep. Oh yeah. The vocal pattern, I think the most, that's where I got the, um, I'm uh, doing the best I ever have. I got a little bit of Sully, but I also got a little bit of Drowning Pool with it too. But then it goes into that wow, wow, um, when it, before it drives into the second verse and that's straight up Godsmack. Yeah. It was yeah one of those things where it's like, I can see the influences, but who is, who is no one? Mm. Mm. Break mm. you. A band has no name. Oh boy. Oh Matt. A little what? too early. A little too early, bro. Come on, bro. Not by the time this episode comes out. That's true. <laughs> um, I did just fine. Yeah. Um does have four comments. Um my favorite is from Inklet, who said, If you're in a mood to headbang, this is the song you have to listen to. That's, I mean, there it is. Clear as day. That's right. That's right. When you're in that headbanging mood, which we've all been in. Sure. This yeah. is the song you have to listen to. Guess I mm-hmm. fucked up. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Nothing. Mm. Nothing by No One. So tough. We're all mean mugging. You think you're fucking somebody? You're fucking nothing. <laughs> You know what I you know what I love is you guys 
you guys call a butt dive from like 10 meters away you're we like should, that's a we butt should dive be hired by people looking for butt dives we are like the lifeguards of butt dives <laughs> i'm, a, a, I'm band, a fucking if you're in a fucking band and lifeguard. you're like we need a lifeguard we think we're doing a butt dive we'll be able to be like yeah get up Back on that high dive board. Yep, that's right. Uh, I mean, Matt, you did full, put on a Speedo, put on goggles, did the whole dive. Um, yeah, I climbed the ladder. You did. I mean, you did. Yeah, you were straight up Rodney Dangerfield and back to school. But yeah, for a butt dive. Uh, you know, I wrote in my notes, what are these song titles? Chemical. Shedding. Again. Cut. Nothing. Later on, we're going to hear songs called Breathe and Hype and Falling. And on top of that, their name is no one. That's exactly when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> There's been no indication that we're getting something other than this. Yeah. It's very true. I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think mm-hmm. that like if imagine being a fifteen year old kid when this album came out and getting it. You'd probably just really like it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would, I think I would have. Yeah, I, would I just have think been that mm-hmm. after having done a hundred plus episodes of this show and listening to so much stuff, it feels sort of like painfully—not painfully, but it's—it's it's definitely just very generic. Mm. But kind of like how our region really reacted to Finger Eleven because it was played all the time. I wonder because this band is from Chicago, so I wonder if like. In the Chicago area, this got a lot of play and would seem like a, a pretty important band to a lot of people from around there. Hometown sure. heroes. It mm. it kind of strikes me the same way that Finger Eleven did. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think the one thing, though, is that Finger Eleven, though, there was like this Finger Eleven-y signature to it. Like where you listen to a song and you just be like, yeah, it's Finger Eleven. I mean, maybe that's just because we are so familiar with their music. But yeah, I, I kept uh, I kept waiting for something that would really let me know I'm listening to no one. This name, this name. Uh, I do want to mention. Yeah, we do have the liner notes here. This was a big thrift. Uh, I did get it from our boys at Eastock underscore USA, aka the Declutter Store, for a sweet three dollars and forty nine cents. We do have yeah an emblem. Of some sort of blindfolded man, possibly ball gagged. I can't quite tell. Inside the liner notes, you have all the band members with tape over their eyes. The lead singer has tape over his mouth. And uh, also got a little flyer for Immortal Products. I can get an Immortal t-shirt, some Immortal cargo shorts, an Immortal hoodie, an Immortal skull cap. Well, there you go. There it is. Mail in for it. You deserve it. Let's see. Four to six weeks for delivery. You've got time. Okay. You're right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm doing the show. (laughs) We'll be here for another four (laughs) weeks if we don't go on to the next song. It's true. All right. All right. Up next, we've got Inside Out into Mindless. kind of the feel
You yeah, got the vibe. baby. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, I felt I le- left abruptly. And, uh, That's okay. Just hope everybody's doing good. Just grateful warmer weather is on its way. Hey, we are too. We worry about you all winter long. Yeah, it was a bad one. It was. All right. Here's a song called Mindless. Thank you, Prowler. are there it's got a cool drop but these curses these choruses don't merge with the next verse it just stops and then they're like oh oh hold on sorry about that let's start this song up start it up again it's like a car should be chugging along instead we just keep stopping and uh yeah i wrote all the pieces are there but it doesn't go here jenny i agree it's a it's a Tinder profile that lists all of your top five favorite things. The person looks okay. You meet in person and you're like, what the fuck? Maybe not what the fuck, but just like, oh, God. No. This will be an awkward coffee date. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to say exactly what it is that is missing. At least for me, it's hard to say exactly what it is that I find to be missing because these songs do have all the pieces, but dives notwithstanding, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything here feels to me like it should be a really It's not a bad album. No. But mm-hmm. it's like it's just a couple choices away from being really good or something. I don't know. No, that makes sense. I, it's almost like it just doesn't push hard enough in spots where I like. There's, it, it's technically right, but there. I think you said it, Lauren. The, the X factor, the grit factor, the something sonically isn't where I want it to be. It also feels like there's no vulnerability in the content of these songs it's vaguely like all the songs feel like they're like i've had a feeling too i've done a thing too Mm. but they're not being like this is what happened like this is what i'm feeling this is like 
my experience it all just feels like um yeah life right remember life that's a thing it is it is what a thing we're all experiencing Mm, i mean yeah my my main complaint for this whole album for the most part though is just a lack of really detail in the lyrics you know over and over again you're just uh stuck with just sort of vague vagueness that you know just give me something more who are you merc let me know he won't even give you his full name right Mm. Ah. merc merc come on help me out bro all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The next song is called Breathe. If this is a prodigy cover, I'm all in. Obviously it is. I've tried to see the side. Life we cannot hide Although it's fact we still deny And my eyes are wide In disbelief of what I see It just don't seem real to me Facing eternal strife If you can can go to 225. All right. Good luck because I'm not using what I normally use. Okay. So that screamy part was probably my favorite part of the album. It's the most interesting part. Goes up, get a little more unusual. Um, I'm kind of surprised the song is track. Was it track ten? Like we're pretty buried. Eleven. Track eleven. Pretty late in the record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I thought this actually. I thought this song had the most interesting lyrics on the album. Just the line facing internal strife. Who hasn't? Heard, who hasn't, but also mm-hmm. never heard it put that way before on a new metal album. So yeah, what'd you think of this one, Jenny? I thought it was all right. The top was boring. I liked the screams at the end. Um, the lyrics were still just so vague. It is just like, human experience. Have you ever felt this one? Yep, me too. Like, that was it for me. Um mm. The song itself, though, I felt like the pieces were there. It was okay. I was wondering, kind of like what you said, like, why are we waiting until track 11 to get heavy in this way? Yeah. If that's something you're going to do, like, do it. 
Do it yeah. early and do it often. That's right. <laughs> That's my advice. Absolutely. Songminis.com commenter Sovereign Dragon said the song was written after the lead singer Merck watched his grandfather breathe his last breath, if you say so. Because I cannot tell. All right. Up next. Uh, before we do that. Yeah. How respectful of our time is this record? Uh, this album comes in at 44 minutes and 29 seconds. It's, it's right in the pocket. Mm-hmm. We're the Absolutely. ones being disrespectful at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's it's a everything about this album is just fine. It just needs to find its right listener. And I don't know if we are its right listener. I but know. I get what you're saying. It's just like a game of love. Once this thing finds its home, oh. it's gonna be so well taken care of. Yes. It's gonna you have just, a great life. You just have to find the right person for no one. Mm. Because then no mm-hmm. one will become someone. Wow. Wow. Well, in the interim, let's listen to the last two tracks on this record. Hype. Ah, uh, hype. Here we go. Hype. me there for a minute mm-hmm. the moment i heard altitude rhymed with multitude i was like <laughs> come on you had a perfect fuck the haters fuck the hype song oh man it's it's yeah don't come fucking with me you're very excited yeah fuck the hype you feed once very again excited. very good Leave the altitude with the multitude. Hype is all you need to plant the poison seed. <laughs> Keen and wicked tool lures the mindless fool. Oh, Don't boy. give me a riddle, no one, even though someone named no one would be the exact <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> the door is closed, but no one's home. <laughs> It's just like oh man. Oh, I understand that rhyming is a thing. <laughs> I get rhymes. Oh my god. Oh, Jenny is getting real deep on us right That's now. Man. A, that is a classic Jenny. I'm uh. just saying like there's a lot of times when rhymes are forced in this record and <laughs> it's like very true. your mm. lyrics don't have to rhyme and I feel like had he been working with someone like Ross they would have been like, hey, <laughs> no. you don't have to rhyme. <laughs> like, what are you actually talking about? Because I'm sure that these songs are this person's experience. 
Yeah. But probably being put together in such a way that a like it somewhat like anonymizes them, which right. makes sense. They want to have something that's like a little bit more universally relatable. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, but it seems like maybe the thought was that things have to rhyme. And that's when we get yeah. these weird riddles. Yeah, that's the other thing is that sometimes you hear lyrics and they feel like they just sort of poured out of a person. Jonathan Davis's lyrics, love him or hate him, they always feel like they that he just sort of is pouring himself out on the page. Yes. You know? And yeah, with don't come fucking with me, fuck the hype you feed, I feel like, oh, okay, I feel that anger. But leave the altitude with the multitude, no way. We're sitting down. We're we're we've got a thesaurus out. Johnny K's over there being like, "Hello, we need these to rhyme." You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. That one works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I will leave. They don't all work. I think that's but no, Matt. I think you're exactly right. Because I think that they're like, okay, we're doing this new metal thing. Yeah. Uh, you think about something like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, it's that easy. All we've got to come up with is our thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, hype is all you need to plant the poison seed. <laughs> Keenan Wicked Tool lures the mindless fool. <laughs> like, <laughs> riddle me piss. I just like it is it's it's just one of those things that is like simple but not easy and I know that that's like a very cheesy turn of phrase but I really believe that's true for so many things and especially something like this where if you have a very tight simple verse and it works and it's it, it can be so good but this is just do not overcomplicate it. it yeah but then don't over clever it and that's kind of where I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's so easy. It's such a fine line. It's so easy to be more clever than you need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, also, the other thing is to plant the poison seed, Keenan Wicked Tool lures the mindless fool is a clue that was left for Cool and Viper on a most recent episode of their television show. That is oh, true. That is true. Snake cops. That was true. That was the Riddler episode. Yeah. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. That was bad. Oh man, Viper just like contracted that guy to death. Yep. He just he's like like yeah. Cool was like no stop it, Viper. You're you're better than this. He's like no. I'm gonna digest this entire gang of thieves. <laughs> I'll see you in six months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. What do you say? We move on to the last song. I'm I'm ready. Living for it. All right. The last song is called Falling.
<sighs> Riding it out on a mellow boy. Yeah, I don't even know if this song actually has a chorus, per se. I, I feel like it has like some pre-chorus moments, and it builds uh, up to, a, I believe, a screamed why at some point. <laughs> he does yell why. Um, I like the drumming on this song. Um, but I, I have to say, like the lyric, "Can't you can't you see I'm falling?" Boy, oh boy, have we seen some people fall before on this show? I feel like they should have gone out on hype. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense that they only had a few songs when they went into the studio. Yeah, They're just like fill it in with songs that are other songs. Yeah, I get. I, I guess I'm I'm a little curious. What were the five they had already ready to go? Um, that were being chopped around by. It's interesting to me that a manager who wasn't managing this band heard this heard a demo of these guys and was like, "I I have no stake in their career. I'm making no money, but I got to play this for some people. I got to do something." Well, this was around the time though that like it seemed like you couldn't really do much wrong with that because mm-hmm. this was released like a month before 9-11 so yep. mm-hmm. when it was being shopped around it was like the height yeah, so it probably seemed like you couldn't lose yeah i mean yeah they went to immortal because they're like they never dropped anybody and immortals They've like never yeah, dropped anybody we gotta start somewhere bro no <laughs> one is embodying all of my fears <laughs> it's oh, like wait. no one's oh. ever been fired from this place and it's oh like, no oh, it's you though that's the name no one had ever been dropped from the label. Oh, it all goes back <laughs> it to all that. Comes to Holy that. shit. The snake eats its tail. Uh, Viper, <laughs> look out! Viper! Oh, boy. Nom, 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 nom. Wow. Cliffhanger. That was, that, was, that was a great ending to a series. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that one coming. That is, it would be uh, a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Oh boy. I have to do this to save this city. Wow. Yeah. No Viper. Viper didn't go mad, Queen. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 nom. Well. Yeah. Should we th- do it? I think we should do it. Cannon talk. Oh, boy. I will start off. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, truly, this is it's just okay. These boys gave it their all. But they did not have that extra bit of magic to take it over the top. Vitamin bodies. Perhaps you need a prescription dropping plates. I don't know. But I do not think it is uh, worthy of the canon. Jenny. Uh, I agree. I think it had a lot of the ingredients and the structures that I would expect to see in a successful new metal band, but not a great one. Um, and I felt like it was fine. And I think if I had received this album or heard it on the radio at a certain point in time, I would have liked it. But to me, there was nothing that really stood out. Um, nothing that made this band their own. And as we talked about, the lyrics are vague and a little too, maybe sometimes rhymey in a way that doesn't work for me. Uh, so I would say I I never at any time was bummed listening to this. I think it's it's a totally passable album. If you are somebody who's like, you know what? I just want to hear every new metal thing that has ever existed. <laughs> you won't be sad listening to it, but right. I don't think there's anything that makes it stand out enough that I would put it in the canon. Matt? You said something I am going to echo right now. 
and it's it's that they hit the styles but they don't necessarily make it their own it's a greatest hits of the genre without being no one's indelible mark on on the genre lots of enjoyable stuff here but nothing where i'm going there is no bodies there is no dropping plates there is a lot of nods to musical styles that have already been done in other bands who have already done things that they're doing but better yeah so unfortunately it's a no for me uh the only other thing i have to bring forward is the possibility of this bananas chemical video going in the new metal junk drawer that it has to it has to it has to i'm gonna watch it after because i have not seen it (laughs) You're going to, at first it seems like it's just going to be another run of the mill, like weird, still weird from the top, but Mm -hmm. it seems like pretty run of the mill. And then you get this, it's, I think you're right. It might be stop motion. I, I don't know what to say, but I agree. Like if there's anything from this, like learning of this band and this album, that video is next level. Yeah. It just... Just the idea that it was pitched and they were like, that's fine. And yeah, just so many weird. I mean, it ends. We didn't even talk about it. It ends with the lead singer burying himself in. But it's like not real dirt. It's like green screen dirt almost. Like it does, He's not on a real train. He's not really on a train yard. He's in front of like a blue screen. And then he just has dirt on him. It's so weird. I just think if these guys were this weird, <laughs> where the fuck was that? Yeah. In this album. I guess maybe the like, the fool shall not be seen <laughs> then. Like, uh, maybe that's what they were holding on to. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But that video, it's a must see. It's a must see. So there you have it. No one, not in the canon, but chemical by no one the video definitely in the new metal junk drawer um because you guys see we'll definitely post a link to that online so you can enjoy it as well and that does bring us to the end of this episode thank you so much for listening keep on saying hello online on facebook twitter instagram roach coach it's on all of them uh of course send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com and go to roachcoach.com for every episode of the show, as well as uh, pick yourself up a nice t-shirt. It's the summertime, and perfect time to wear a black t-shirt outside. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.